Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kanishiha Podcast. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And this episode, we're doing another season review. So we just wrapped up summer 2023. We um, didn't watch a lot of shows. We really didn't. Um, but obviously, we still want to talk about the ones that we did watch. So first up, we have Hori, Hori Mia. Excuse me, uh, the missing pieces, which isn't exactly—it's not a sequel. It's not a season two. It was a, um, as it suggests, missing pieces. So, a bunch of filler side story kind of stuff that yeah. happened <laughs> in the first season. Um, yeah, in so between it's, episodes, it's stories that happened in the manga that they didn't right. animate. Right. Yeah. And so it's kind of funny because it's literally an entire season of filler. A filler episode. Yeah. And it was very funny. It was still very funny. It was. Very cute. Liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if you liked uh, Horimiya or whatever, I think it, it was worth checking out. Yeah. It is. Also, you can just check out Horimiya and then you'll probably want to watch The Missing Pieces, honestly. Yeah. So. You'd it be was, a little lost if you watch Missing Pieces without watching without, Horimiya. Yeah, because it does just assume that you understand the plot of Horimiya. Oh my gosh. Even though there is no plot in The Missing Pieces. Yeah, there are so many characters in Horimiya. Yes. There are so many characters. Like, I, there'd be times in The Missing Pieces that I'd like a character would come up and I'm like, who is that? Yeah. What, uh, what did they do in the original season yeah, I was again? Like, what is your dynamic to <laughs> the rest of the cast? Right. Yeah. Uh, then moving on next, we have dark gathering, which um, go ahead and say is continuing yes. by the way. So it is getting like this kind of double season. Um, going to be 25 episodes. 25 episodes. Okay. So, um, Reviewing the first 12 yeah. to 13, you, you know, I mean, we're still watching it, right? First half. First half. Um, very good. Very good. Um, horror kind of ghost slash spirit of the week vibes. Um, and I think it's it's really cool because I think that all of the spirits are really interesting. Yeah, they are. They're um, um, different. It, yeah. yeah, it's really unique. And mm-hmm. I think it's probably stuff that is like probably based off of like real urban legends urban and stuff. legends and things yeah. like that especially in like the especially in the first half of the show mm-hmm. um but um it's really cool to see a like true horror show again like right. the yeah. last time that we had like a really horror anime air mm-hmm. would be like um Mirko. Mirko, yeah um, what mm-hmm. is the full name of that? It was like Mirko sees it, something along something those lines. Something like that, yeah. Um, but it, it's because like Mirko was horror because it was grotesque. It was grotesque, but nothing actually really happened. Because she in Mirko, the whole point is that she ignored the ghosts, right? Because if the ghosts knew that she could see them they would follow her exactly. they would they would bother her yeah. essentially and some of them were vengeful and would attempt to hurt her right so she had to do her best to prove to the ghosts that she couldn't see them yeah 
Yeah. So which makes this cool, this show really cool because it's the opposite of that. You're spirit busting. They are like going yeah. out of their way to find spirits, specifically ones that are vengeful and evil. Yes, and like and powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And um, to get them to do their bad thing on them so that they can capture them. Right. Yeah. So um, recap of the plot. Young girl. Uh, parents were killed in a car accident. I believe mm-hmm. the dad got to pass on and the mother was taken by a vengeful spirit. Yeah. So she, this young girl who can see the spirit world and is a very skilled exorcist, um, wants to gather an army of spirits to defeat the really big evil spirit that took her mom. So her mom can pass on. Mm-hmm. That's like the big general plot. But uh, for the most part, it, it's very spirit of the week. Just yes. we're going to haunted spot and then we're going to fight the spirit for an episode or two. Yeah. And try to capture it. And that's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the other main character is like spirits are attracted to him. Right. So, cause he's cursed. And, yeah. Cause it makes the, so it makes a dynamic of like, well, one is kind of like bait and the other one is deals with it. Deals with it. Yeah. Um, which they kind of make a point to be like, you're more than just bait, but... Because they're partners um, now, right? Because yeah. they've battled enough spirits. And he's and he is learning how to, yeah. like, exorcist, uh, or exercise spirits himself, too. Mm-hmm. So The funniest thing about this show is the character design. Yeah. Um, so, basically, every character is, like, generic and, like, just looks like a regular person. Right. But the little girl main character looks like a soul eater character. Yes, she does. Like, she is so over-designed. Purple hair, big stompy shoes. Yeah, big stompy shoes with teeth. With teeth on them. Um, oversized yeah. jacket, mm-hmm. like huge um, anime antenna yeah. or hair antenna. Yeah. Like, it skulls for eyes. Right. <laughs> like, it is so over-designed, and it's hilarious to see her compared to, like, the other character standing next to the other characters. Yeah, because she's just... Because the other characters are just guys. Like, yeah. straight up. So. So, while this is a really cool show, um, it definitely has some trigger warnings with it. Um, yes, and one of them was apparent and was... Um, forthcoming enough to put the trigger warning at the beginning yes. of the episode. Yes, this show is incredibly dark. Because um, you're dealing is, with vengeful spirits, then yeah. something bad happened to them, right. you know? So, and like, so really bad. Sometimes it's like just visually disturbing, um, and other times yeah. it's just like really gory. Yeah. Um, for sure. So, it is definitely a like show not for everyone. Um, Yes, but if you like horror... Yeah, but if is, you like horror, this is the show. This is the show for like, you. It's yeah. great, especially like going into the second season. Like We're just going to get because, scarier and scarier. Yeah. I mean, that's, so, that's what it's kind of like leading up to right now, you know? The, the entire first season was almost like a prologue for the second season, honestly. For the second half, yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Which sounds really like, of course, the first half is going to build up, build up to, into the second half. But... The way that I kind of saw it is, like, the first half was, like, okay, we're going to set out, set down the rules of, like, okay, this is how, like, this is how things work. Um, 
you know, he's really inexperienced and, you know, we're just going to kind like of scaredy cat, kind of scaredy cat yeah. go through it. Um, and the second season is like, okay, now we're actually serious about this. Yes, there is definitely a shift because at first it was like, oh, let's just wander around our neighborhood and yeah. like see what happens. But then there is a shift where the um, Yayo, which is the little girl, mm-hmm. is like, all right, I've mapped out all of the haunted places in the entirety of Japan. Yeah. And we are going to road trip across Japan to go to the scariest, most haunted places. And There's a lot less direction yeah. in the first half. Yes. And now it's like, okay, we're going to go to this particular tunnel mm-hmm. to get this spirit. Or we're going to go to this particular forest to get right. this spirit. Yeah. So, but it's a cool show. It's really cool. And yeah. then we'll talk about it again. Again. In yeah. the next episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's really cool. Um, if you're into horror, this is definitely a must watch. Yeah. I know, get ready for the the spooky season, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of spooky season. Yeah, definitely um, good to watch. All right, up next is Undead Girl Murder Farce, which in our um, Watson season episode, mm-hmm. we already called it. Yeah. It's going to be our favorite of yep. the season. Best show of the season. Definitely the best show of the season um, that we that we watched. Yeah. I know that some other like season twos and stuff came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Wow. Very, it was so good. Very good show. It was, it like, <laughs> I think I said this in the What's in the Season. Like, this is a show that is pandered towards me. Like, it was made for me. It mm-hmm. is, has everything exactly what I want in a show. Right. And it's perfect. It's right. great. So, um, it has three main arcs. I figured we could just kind of, like, yeah. synopsize the three arcs. Um, because another thing is if you watched our What's in the Season episode, we didn't know the pacing of the show yeah so we start with the main the first arc sorry the first arc which is the vampire mansion and we're like okay is this going to be the whole season right because in the description What's... for the show it only mentions the vampire, the vampire mansion. mansion so we start with the vampire mansion um and it's the you know it's the whodunit murder of the vampire uh wife woman head of house mm-hmm. um your classic the only people in the house were the family members and then two service people mm-hmm. who could it have been like kind of who done it yeah um just to kind of fast forward through it i guess spoiler um it was one of the sons mm-hmm. right upset that um they were i guess like the whole like power dynamic upset at the power dynamic of them being vampires and the humans not being scared of them yeah (laughs) essentially like they're trying to be good vampires right they're um vegetarian vampires so they only um drink the blood from animals like they don't hunt Mm -hmm. humans they're really trying to be like on good terms with the neighboring human villages and they are aware of them and all this stuff and one of the sons just gets like fed up with that and is like but we're so strong yeah <laughs> um it ends with suguru the best character um beating the hell out of beating him. the hell I, <laughs> I don't remember if he kills him or not he does he does kill him yeah right? he okay. kills him yeah and of course the family is distraught yeah, because we... the whole point is that um the the vampire dad 
wouldn't be able to kill him because he has like it's his son yeah and so um uh Suger's like you know i'll take care of it yeah basically um so that's like the first arc mm. from there i don't exactly remember why we head to london but we head to london uh, we head to london because we get um so the vampire dad says mm -hmm. that he um he saw a, a man came through with the cane with the m on it and right. he's in london okay so arc two we're in london this arc was maybe my favorite this arc is wild it is so insane it is so insane so <laughs> this is this arc we called the lupin heist mm -hmm. right so basically um is it arsene 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 lupin the arsene lupin from history says that he's going to steal the penultimate diamond from this guy this mm -hmm. rich guy right he's made his because you know he's he's the gentleman thief so he lets people know when he's about to rob them because it's a challenge right it's like oh people know i'm gonna rob them they're gonna put up their defenses right. so he's like i'm gonna rob you of your penultimate diamond at this time between this time right yeah um what they don't know is that he has employed the help of eric from phantom of the opera the phantom of the opera so now we're crossing classic fiction with history yeah right it's so silly it's so ridiculous also because it's so homoerotic it is it really is very homoerotic and you know who else is there sherlock holmes and sherlock holmes <laughs> is also there okay so Sherlock Holmes is who gets the case, obviously, right? Like, he hears that Arisene Lupin is about to rob somebody. Who are you going to call? Sherlock Holmes. Um, and also our main characters, right? Because the penultimate diamond is used to find werewolves. Mm -hmm. And what do our detectives, like, what other specialties in the supernatural or superhuman mm -hmm. um, crime? So they have an interest in... The diamond because it has to do with werewolves yeah they're essentially yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so this this arc is really wild it is because obviously a heist happens and that's wild right but we get to we're introduced to a couple of new dynamics mainly of the person with the m cane which turns out to be moriarty yeah, something like that. Is Moriarty, right? Yeah. Also from Sherlock fame, by the way. Um, so. And he has a group of, of villains what? with him that are all like genetically altered people. They're all monsters. Or yeah, monsters. So yeah. he has the vampire, the other, we'll just call him also an Oni, but he, yeah. there's more happening there. Um, Frankenstein, literally just mm -hmm. Frankenstein. And then the magician, yes. who is like, who might also be a person from history, perhaps, or like may, from from lore, from, from lore, yeah, from deep lore that we don't know, mayhaps. Um, he like shoots fire out of his fingers. And yeah, stuff. I don't remember what his name is, but I feel like I recognized it whenever. They right. Said yeah. It. So they have this super, and that is who stole Lady Aya's body. Yes. Also, um, to like experiment on. So we're looking for them, right? They also want the penultimate diamond because they want a werewolf 
Yes. For their to join their group. Yeah, to join their groups to experiment on who knows. They want yeah. the werewolves. On top of that, we get one more group, which is the people in the white suits. Yeah. I forgot I forgot who they work for. I don't remember what their name is. They work for like the state, essentially. Yeah, and their job They're monster hunters. Is they're monster hunters. They literally just care about killing monsters. Mm. So they want the penultimate diamond to find the werewolves to kill them. Lot so a lot gets introduced in this arc. Um, fast forward a little bit in the arc. Um, Ericene Lupin thinks he steals the diamond, but then Suguru pulls a fast one and actually steals the diamond back. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, with the diamond, we move on to our next heist. Or sorry, our next arc, which, as you probably guessed, is the werewolf village. Yes, right, because that's the whole point of the diamond. Arc three, final arc. Um, there is a town in Germany. Germany. We're in Germany now, right? Yeah. There is a town in Germany, travel to Germany, that is convinced that that werewolves are hunting their young girls, and are stealing away their young girls. This arc also gets very wild. So, they unlike the vampire arc. They are not in contact with the werewolf village. Mm-hmm. They think it's they think it's near them, and they think they're responsible for all of these murders and disappearances. Yeah. So, our detectives roll up, do their thing, and um, who's it that ruins everything? It was the people in the white suits, right? Yeah. They the people in the white suits roll up and they start a fight and. The maid, who I'm forgetting the name of, mm-hmm. um, falls into a river and gets swept away and begins her own little adventure because the werewolves of the werewolf village find her, nurse her back to health, and she begins kind of like doing her thing with it, like gathering information on her own with them. Um, essentially, the werewolf village is also experiencing the same thing. Murders, kidnappings. What's happening? Essentially, what's ha- it's how it all works out, right? Fast forward again, is that there was um, one of the werewolves had a grudge. It's really complicated. Yeah, one of the werewolves was um, <laughs> living a double life by being mm-hmm. a werewolf in their village, and then also a body double for a girl in the human village it's so weird it's so much honestly the ex- the explanation was wild at yeah. the end but then didn't that happen mm-hmm. <laughs> and um that's kind of that's i mean what adventure awaits them who knows yeah Hopefully. we'll just get a season two i i hope so it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun very good jokes in there. Very good characters. And... Oh, yeah. The characters are excellent. Oh, yeah. Like the dynamics and conversations that they have each other. Mm-hmm. They're like. Good stuff like, right there. Really good. Yeah. Really good stuff. Yeah. Definitely recommend it for people who. For anybody, really. Mm-hmm. Mostly anybody. Um, okay. Next one. Noble Farmer. Which was the. Um, literally just a chibi short anime about farming yeah it follows the author the famous author of Fullmetal alchemist brotherhood who 
also famously was a farmer, a dairy farmer before um, doing manga. So it's just her. It was just her um, sharing about farm stuff, talking about farm stuff, sharing um, anecdotal stories, you know, about from her childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, Things like, oh, you know, I grew up in rural Japan. So where did my school have their field trip on my dairy to my dairy farm to my house? (laughs) You know, I got to show them around my family's property and that was our field trip. Things like that. Um, Very knowledgeable. Learned a lot about milk yeah learned a lot about farming and agriculture about farming and agriculture yeah about um pests and just a lot of farming knowledge mm-hmm. she's very knowledgeable so it was interesting and, I'm sure and she funny had, and funny yeah it was very funny too because she also obviously talks about her her folks and her cousins and i mean you know mm-hmm. it's um very easy to watch so yeah it's only five minute five minute episodes oh yeah for sure all right, and then the last thing, Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead. So, first I want to talk about the show itself. It's a good show. It's a good show. It's, it's a, really good, actually. Yes, it's funny, it's um, relatable, like, yeah. it, it's easy to relate to Akira as someone who is also in their mid-twenties, who... Um, is still just kind of experiencing being a goofy guy, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, also the zombie apocalypse is happening, but he still has things that he wants to do in life that he um, gets excited about, you know? And um, the friends he meets along the way are also very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they did finally meet. So I, I didn't know who the blonde was going to be. I just knew that there was going to be a blonde with big boobs. Yeah, because she's in the intro. Because she's in the intro. But she's a German... Weeb. Weeb. And she's excellent. She's excellent. She's in a samurai like outfit. Like, where did she even get that? Yeah. <laughs> and she's, like, proficient in, in katana. Samurai and, weapons. And samurai weapons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, but she's, she, like, the only one that actually kill zombies yeah other than just like punching yeah i guess like one two punching but uh yes she is excellent she was um a fun character to add to that Mm -hmm. to the dynamic um especially since she was when she's introduced or when she introduces herself she's essentially like yeah i'm kind of just a tourist yeah like i just happened to be in japan when the zombie apocalypse happened and um, our two male main characters are like, oh, like they want to like show her around as a tourist. Yeah. But once again, there's a zombie apocalypse. So it's a little hard. Um, of course, that leads to things like um, oh, how they meet her, right, is the fish. Mm-hmm. She's trying to transport fish to a uh, sushi chef that she got in contact with because she's never had sushi before. And they're like, well, we want sushi. We'll help you get all this fish to this guy. And that's like kind of how the relationship starts. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Um, where it... Oh, it's also good. Um, the whole little bit where um, he got back with his old boss. Mm-hmm. He's back at the old boss's compound, which is before the blonde girl. I know I'm kind of jumping around. Um, that was a very interesting arc. 
Yeah, it was. I think just um, to show, and the girl was able to really sympathize with him also, that um, it's really hard to break out of, um, like... Power dynamics? Yes, exactly. Power dynamics. It's really mm-hmm. hard to break away from power dynamics because it's easy for people on the outside to say, well, he's not your boss anymore. He treated you, he treated you like shit whenever he was your boss. He's not your boss anymore. You don't have anything to be afraid of because mm-hmm. he can't do anything to you. But then, well, first of all, he's sucked back in because he the boss says that he'll help him, but only help him if he repays him with labor. Yeah, which was the boss's fault to begin with because he popped their tires. Oh, yeah, purposely. it was a total scam. It was yeah. a scam, right? Total scam. Um, of course, this all, this whole arc blows up in the boss's face, right? When zombies finally get into their compound and he doesn't know how to lead his people. And Akira is like, like, is the guy with the plan and, and helps everybody um, essentially kill, kill the zombies that invaded the compound. And um, they do it like with like teamwork, like real teamwork, mm-hmm. you know? Um and after that, everybody's like, we actually don't need you, like, as a boss in your words. And we don't we don't need this. Yeah. We can do better on our own and in other places with each other. Um, and like I said, it was really cool that the girl main character was able to sympathize with him in her own, like, backstory of her father being really hard on her, being like, I get it, you know, like... Once you hear those words, it's really hard to not hear them anymore. Um, but it was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a really good show, um, and it's really silly. Also, lots of laughs, very fun. Where the show ended up ending mm-hmm. <laughs> is um, the gang is going. Do you remember where they? I mean, it's to where his parents. Yeah, I don't remember where. Do you just remember where? rural Japan. Rural Japan. So Akira grew up in rural Japan, and they're going to check on his parents and see if they're okay. Um, we find out that his that the place where his parents live, his village, is so rural, so up in the mountains that it's treacherous to even get there themselves, because they block off the one road so that the zombies don't come in. Right, like the cave entrance mm-hmm. road thing, they block that off. So Akira's like, "Oh, I know a way," and it's like, you know, perilous cliffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the village is fine; they're thriving. It's they're self sufficient, right? Um, and we were maybe leading up to some good, 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 you know, parent reconciliation moments, feelings. But if you guys were also following the show, you know that they did have trouble putting these episodes out. There were weeks when we didn't get an episode. Um, I believe the last episode was nine yeah. out of 12. So, um, yes, okay. The last episode they put out was episode nine out of 12. As of right now, it is indefinitely on hiatus. So we don't know when this show is going to finish. Or if it even will finish. Or if it will finish. So 
a little bit of background. The show is made by Bug Films. Yeah. Which this is Bug Films' first independent, first project that they've done all on them, all themselves. Yeah. They have um, partnered with other studios to work on other things. For example, they did some of the they partnered with Comey Can't Communicate, and they mm-hmm. did some scenes from that. Um, but this is the first one where they're like, "This is going to be like our anime," you know, like we did this one, and. I guess it just had, first of all, it was a very small, it's a very small studio. Mm-hmm. I read somewhere that it was only 12 people and they just couldn't keep up with the schedule, which is a little ironic. Yeah. Given what Zom 100 is about. Yeah. The whole, you know, um, exploitative company overworking is bad. Um, that, that isn't to say that these people were um, yeah, overworked, overworked or, yeah. but they definitely were given more work than they were able to complete. Yeah. Which is why we're stuck at episode nine forever with no closure as to what happens to the gang. Um, I mean, I have confidence that they could pick this up again. Mm-hmm. I have confidence in that. I don't know when it might not. I mean, we're already in October. It's not going to be this year, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be this year. Maybe uh, spring. I don't know. I'm, I have hopes, right? That they'll at least finish it. Mm-hmm. Whether it, what happens from there, I don't know. Yeah. But I hope that they can get these final episodes out because I would like to watch them. Uh, but it's just a shame. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts on Zom as a show? No, I mean, it was good. <laughs> um, yeah. Like... It definitely was really funny. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, had very relatable things in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the dynamics that the characters have with each other. Yeah. Like uh, carefree versus like very um, spe- so, yeah. specific about what they do. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Very uh, oh, yeah. analytical and how they're kind of learning off each other. Yeah. I know the the main girl. She really loosened up yeah. by the end of it, which yeah. is nice. Mm-hmm. And she definitely needed that. So, uh, but yeah, that was everything that we watched. Did you watch anything without me? You didn't, no. right? Okay. So yeah, that was everything that we watched this uh, summer, and for the most part, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. So, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Kanishiha Podcast. I'm Natalie, and I'm Jared. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeehaw.